The Gemara here in the Chagiga Tesvav Mabez tells us about the unfortunate and terrible circumstances and history of Elisha ben Abuya, better known as Acher. Just to recall and just to recap some of the highlights of the page, we know that Acher went off the derech. He went and he found a prostitute and he wanted to solicit her. And she told him, you know, are you not Elisha ben Abuya? How could you do such a thing like this? And he uprooted a radish from a patch where the radish was on Shabbos and he gave it to her to show that he was no longer from and the prostitute said, the Zona said, it must be Acher, it's somebody else, it can't be Elisha ben Avuya. And the Gemara relates that the Rabbanon taught that there was an incident involving Acher. He was riding on a horse on Shabbos, and Rabbi Meir was walking behind him to learn Torah from him. And then Acher told to Rabbi Meir, you should go back, because I've already measured the amount of steps since the end of the Tchum Shabbos, so you can't walk outside the city, and you can't go anymore. So Rabbi Meir said to him, you also should be Choser, you, just like you told me to return to the city, you should return to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And Acher said to him, I, I already told you that I heard behind the paragud, behind the covering in the basin Shomala, Shuvah everybody can do Shuvah except for Acher. And it gets worse and worse and worse. The Gemara talks about the possibility that Acher killed a child and did terrible, terrible things. I noted before, we were doing the, uh, the particular daf, we talk about Elisha Nevuya, we talk about Apikorsis, we talk about the heresy, the things that he saw, the end of the Gemara in the first parak of Kedushin about seeing the child falling off the tree, doing Kiwadarim. But we don't really talk about the statements in the Gemara that perhaps he murdered a child in a terrible, terrible way. The really, really terrible, terrible person who acted not just in Hashkafa, in Machshav, in Thaw, but really did terrible, terrible things and really debased himself and uh, acted in a really uh, horrific way. So the Gemara then discusses what led to this point. Now the Gemara says, Acher, what was his failing? What was the problem? And the Gemara says that Lo Salak Mi Pume, he never, from his mouth, never left Greek tunes. He never left any, uh, the Greek music never left his mouth, even when he was amongst the Chachamim. And that shows that really he was already drawn to the Gaim from the beginning. So there's a fascinating statement of Rashi here. It's a small line in the Rashi here. And it's not shot of the Pashup shot of the Gemara, but it highlights something very important about Elisha ben Avuya and where he went wrong and where we can also go wrong if we don't focus on the right things. Listen to the Rashi. The Rashi says, Zamar Yavani lo pasak mi He never stopped singing the Greek songs. Vahayelo lahaniach, and he should have not done it. Bishvil chorban habayas. Because of the destruction of the base Hamikdash, Shechsev b'shir lo yashin yein, that the Gemara in Sota Memches says, "Mishabat la Sanhedrim, batel hashir mibase mishtos." There should be no singing in the base mishtos in the drinking houses. We shouldn't be singing in such ways. And we see from Rashi that the issue here was not the songs, but the fact that he led himself to the songs because he did not have a sufficient feeling of mourning over the Chorban habayis. That was the issue, says Rashi. It's not what the Gemara seems to say openly. But what's driving everything is the lack of avelus, the lack of feeling of missing something in the light of the Chorban Abayas. So here, on our daf, Rabbi Kivager brings the Gil and Ashas, and he says, look in the Gemara in Gitin, daf Zayin. So what does the Gemara in Gitin there talk about? The Gemara there learns the Isra of singing from a Pasuk in Hoshea, Al-Tismach Yisrael El-Gil Be'emim, that the Jewish people should not be so rejoiceful. And he feels that shear, Rabbi Kivager must feel that shear means with instruments, and zemer is only with singing. So Rabbi Kivager wants to understand, our Gemara seems to say the issue is that you're not allowed to sing bichlal at all. Elisha ben Avuya slash Acher shouldn't have been singing anything. 
Okay, that should have been the proper mourning over the base of Megdash. But the Gemara in Gin seems to say the only problem of singing is only with instruments, and that's the issue of improper, availless improper mourning in light of the destruction of the Chorban. That's not our discussion for right now. There is a fascinating Maharsha at the back of the Gemara. So the Maharsha quotes our Rash, and he's very bothered. He says, if the Gemara wanted to say that the violation of Acher, that Acher's problem, was the Isser of song after the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, then why did it say Greek songs? Who cares? It could have been country music, it could have been R&B, it could have been rap. Why does it have to be Greek songs that let him off the Darach? All songs should be Asr, not just Greek songs. Also, says the Marashab, it doesn't make sense that because of singing after the Chorban, therefore became a heretic, what does it have to do, what does it have to do with B? Singing led him to Apikorsis? It doesn't fit. And there's a comment of Ramosha, Negros Moshe, Yeradeh, and Chelik Beis, and Simon and Vav, that adds on to the Marashal's question. He asks that the Gemara in Giddin says that the Gzeir was against Bate Mishtos, against singing in bars, in drinking houses, not just walking around singing. So again, the, the Rashi is unclear what was so problematic with the singing, what does it have to do with the Chorban? Therefore, the Marasha explains that the issue with Greek songs is that the Greek songs themselves contained heretical ideas. It was not the music, it was the lyrics of the songs and the topics and the themes of the songs that were heretical, containing ideas that were against Judaism. The Gemara Bavakama Pebe says, Chachma Yavanis is Aser, learning Greek thought and philosophy is Aser because it leads to heresy. And this is also the understanding of Rav Tadaka Kohen. He writes in the Tzidka Satsarek in Os Reish that the Torah that Acher was learning, that Elisha ben Avinu was learning, was ineffective in transforming him. You know, the Gemara discusses why it was ineffective, because he was already lacking. But Rav Tzedek HaKohen says that to become a better person is not effective when you're learning Torah in an external and an intellectual manner. If your learning of Torah is not getting into your kishkas, and churning you inside and making you and turning you around and really affecting your epidemias, then that Torah is not affecting you in any way, and it's not going to do anything to you. It's not going to make you better at the end of the day. And because Acher was so involved in Yovanus and Greek philosophy and Greek thought, even his music was permeated with these feelings, therefore his Torah was ineffective, and that is what led him off the derech. I really want to present, though, a beautiful idea that I saw B'Shem Rechaim Kreisworth. I also saw independently the Arielay Finkel, who is the Roshiva in Mir Brachfeld. They quote in the Har HaYerah on the Bein HaMetzarim. They both understand this Rashi in the same way. And they say that Rashi is telling us something very, very powerful, and that is, people may give all types of practical reasons for why a person leaves Yiddishkeit, goes off the derech, different things lead them astray, and all of those reasons or people in their lives may be valid reasons why that person is not being effective in their Judaism and leaving Yiddishkeit and not doing or being where they could be in their Avodah Hashem. But our Rashi is telling us an important yisod. Before the Greek songs and before the Greek philosophy and before all the other things and before the child falling off the ladder and before all the problems that we saw and going into the Pardes and seeing all these things that he saw and he experienced, the issue was in Ruchnis in one particular and that was a lack of Avelis over the Chorban. And Rashi is telling us that a point of issue in any person's Avodos Hashem to make sure on the right path is to make sure we have a sense that we are lacking something when Mashiach is not here, and to understand that we are mourning properly and relating in a healthy and appropriate and a balanced way to the Chorban Beis HaMikdash that should be an important part of our lives. 
every single day at all times. And it shouldn't just be between Shivas or Batamas and Tishuav. It shouldn't just be at certain moments when we're, you know, singing uh, Shir Hamalos or Al Naros Babel. That a person walks with a sense that we are in Galas and there's a Chorim Beis Hamikdash. And because Alisha ben Avuya was lacking in that sense of Avelos over the Chorban, that was the point in Ruchnis, in his Avodos Hashem, that led him off in the wrong path. And that's what Rashi is coming to tell us. That's Pashup Shah and the Rashi, that he is revealing to us through the rest of the Gemara. They tell a story that every Thursday night the Chassam Sofer would, take, would say Tikin Chatzos in his yeshiva in Pressburg with the students in the yeshiva. The Shriach Tzibor was usually Rav Yosef Sofer, who would go to be the author of the Mincha Shabbos, who led the Tikkun Chatzos and the Psukkim and the Tehillims verse by verse, with great emotion, crying, tears every single Thursday night. One evening, somebody else led the Tikkun Chatzos in Pressburg. But he said it without any emotion. He was just reciting Tikkun Chatzos like he was, you know, uh, saying Ashrei with no, uh, no emotion, nothing differently. And the Chassam Sofer said that he suspected that such a person could be a follower of Shabtai Tzvi. That such a person is, uh, the heart is in the wrong place, there's something off about this person. Otherwise, he said, how could you recite Tikkun Chatzos without crying immensely, without raising havoc in Shemaim over such a terrible thing? A person's sense of Chorban and the loss of the Beis HaMikdash needs to be guiding us and propelling us at all times. A sense of this is not the way the world is supposed to be, that we need Mashiach to come because there's so much wrong with the world. And if a person is not thinking about that, a person is distracted by other things, and not having that sense of where we are and what we are doing in Gullus, then perhaps we have a problem. We have to train ourselves to appreciate, to mourn the Chorban, to relate to the Chorban more in our lives, the way we think or do not think enough about Mashiach, about what it means to have a Beis HaMikdash, the idea of Kalas Rosh, of acting without sensitivity. Unfortunately, we go to the Kotel, and we see the way sometimes people act at its lowest level, the Kosel has a din of Beisach Nesses. There's a Klusha's Beisach Nesses. And people act by the Kosel the way they wouldn't act in a shul. At its highest level, we're standing by the Makam Amigdash. But there's no sense of Chorban. People, we've mentioned this before on Shabbos, you know, people who go and take, you know, smiling family photos with the Kotel as the background, I find it to be so strange and horrifying at the same time that a person would stand and smile with the Chorban Beisach Amigdash in the background, it's a sense of Kalsosh, a lack of appreciation, and it's not a tourist site, but it's a makum of the Chorban, a place where the Shekhinah is crying, a sign of the way things should not be. Making us more sensitive to people with a broader understanding of where we have come from, what we're doing, and where we're going as well in our Vodas Hashem. Now we say in Davening, Yishlach Leketai Min Mishicheinu, that Hashem should send Mashiach for who? For those who are Lefdos Mechakek Heketz Yeshua Seu. People who are Mechakek Heketz, the people who want it, Hashem's going to send the Mashiach for them. And we say, that Hashem should show His Malchus over us in the Zchus of what? In the Zchus of what? Ki mechakim anach That's where we merit to those things. When we want the Chorban, we talk about the Chorban, and we relate to the Beis HaMikdash and the coming of Mashiach. Okay.